Weekly Signals Time Out, an audio diary of incredible importance broadcasting from the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM on the campus of the fully charged University of California at Irvine. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. There he goes. But do you think how do you think the heat's bothering him? I don't know. I mean, do you think I don't, he was inside last night? Okay. You know, be, right. because he's usually outside. Yeah. But we had the air conditioner going uh, a little bit, gotcha. you know, making the global warming go up because <laughs> <laughs> we're affecting that. And and he was watching TV. Huh, so he was watching TV. Well, yeah. it wasn't really air conditioning. Had a little fan going yeah. in there. He seemed to. Mahler, our dog, seemed mm. to be enjoying that. Yeah. And, and he was watching TV. I, usually, I, I'm not aware that dogs watch TV. There's that one little YouTube video of a cat. You ever see that one of a cat? And yeah. there's race cars yeah. going by. And the cat is thinking that the race cars are coming out of the TV. So it's looking behind the TV to try and get the race cars. Yeah. And then he's out front swatting at the race yeah, cars as they're going around the track. He's trying to swat, <laughs> swat them and get them. So I don't know if... if dogs or cats i think it's just more like if they see anything yeah which i don't think they do i think it's just kind of fuzzy especially for dogs maybe cats see something well, they see know. emotion right they, they see, see emotion yeah they see some kind of motion and they're wondering you know what are you guys looking at oh for what it's worth too dogs um uh, perception rate in their eyes mm-hmm. uh go to a, a a faster clip so they see a lot of flutter oh in, in, like the old, a, like you see in the, uh, the yeah, archive you, footage of like yeah. the 50s, you see that sort of. The flutter, when, yeah. because it's a movie taking a picture of a TV, right. so you, you, get the, you start seeing the information coming through at a different rate. Right. And that's basically what dogs do see. Is, uh-huh. So it's not making any sense to them. It's just kind of this flashing, fluttering image. And they must, on some level, wonder why we human beings are staring at the I don't f- think why comes into the well, equation Well, maybe not why, them. but it must cross their minds in some way. Cross their minds? Well, you know, I mean, they're sitting there. They're, obs- they're, 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 they're creatures of observation. They watch their surroundings. Well, they, and they, see they their... try to pick up patterns from their surroundings. Yeah, I don't they... know if they're, you know, making any schemes up other than Well, I don't know. Food. I mean, if, 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 if an animal, a dog, yeah. sees you staring at something yeah. for an hour, uh-huh. at a, at, and it sees it and can't make... Heads or tails of what it, it's not something they can eat or chase or pee on or whatever. They, then they must wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Wonder may not be the right way to put it. All right. They could pee on a TV. Well, they could. Yeah. You, but they would be punished and they would wonder why. Hey. Why, we were, why we were so, we'd go crazy <laughs> if they peed on our TV, you know? That's how much we love it. We, That's exactly. You know, we'd go, be getting what? the paper out what? swatting the dog, you know. And they're thinking, what? What did I do? Yeah. To <laughs> I mean, I just, come on, it's there. You're staring at it like you want to do it. Maybe you, you, maybe you, you want to Maybe you are, you're trying to work up the, you know, the, the proper. So how, how long do you watch TV? Uh, in, a, in, a, in any given day, probably yeah. um, two to three hours. Two to three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about right. Now, I'm not talking, you know, because first of all, I want to define what, what it is to watch TV before I ask you this question. Okay. Because. You know, when you're in front of your computer, yeah. if you're working on something, uh, you know, in other words, if you're making, if you're creating something, whatever it may be, that's not watching TV. Right. Yeah. TV, to me, television means just absorbing the passive, something on a screen. The passive act of yeah, sitting I mean, and movies come closer to TV than, say, being on, uh, working on Microsoft Word or Photoshop. Right. That's a different kind of 
interaction with a with a screen, right. whether it be a television screen or not. It's a whole different deal. But television is kind of a of a passive, uh, yeah, like you say, mm-hmm. passive. You're a receptacle, a receptor of it, of whatever it is that you're yeah, watching. Tele, you're not doing anything. You're not. You're not somehow. You're not. You might be talking back to so me. That's two really, hours. Yeah. No. Three. Three. Let's yeah, go. Six, I mean, I hear four. No. No. I mean, that's about right. Three hours. Three. Three hours. And yeah. when did this occur? When I get home now. Now yeah. that I'm, you know, working. So you step sit there through, and you yeah. just turn it. I'll on. turn, you it, turn it on immediately. Um. You know, more often than not, yes. Huh? When I walk in, I'll turn it on because usually just. I'll get home at a time. There's a particular program, news program I want to watch. Which which one is? Well, that? if Overman, I'll get home around seven. So I you watch a, that stuff, huh? Yeah, the Talking Head stuff. I'll watch Overman for about the first half hour, and then it starts to get into, we you know just sort of the soft stuff that he tends to do, or yeah. all of them do. So the first half hour, and then I'll start some surfing. I'll go to HBO, see what's on HBO. Yeah, um, or if. If they're rerunning a Colbert or, or or Daily Show from the, the night before, yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah. that. And then and then it becomes then I'm cast adrift. Then I I start more intensely looking for stuff. Yeah. And and I usually there's usually this sort of post coital, de, you know, depression if the word is right. That's yeah. the right word. Sort of like why did I just spend the last hour channel surfing? Watching really nothing that I do you, do you ever will try. Stick with. Is there a pattern to your? Yeah, that's surfing? what I'm saying. That's sort of I'll watch something that I want to watch for the yeah. first hour and a half. No, no, I mean inner channel surfing when you have nothing going on. Do you try to create a collage of things that are is satisfying in any way? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's like uh, now that I have HBO and, and and Showtime, it's much easier to watch. 20 minutes of up in the air and then flip over to the Hurt Locker for the, for the next half hour or whatever. The Hurt Locker? You mean the, the film? The, the film. The, yeah, the, yeah, the film. So you just watch like the Well, I'll watch bit of the until locker. like, well, you, 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 you look and see yeah. what's on. Oh, there's a half hour left of whatever. Or there's, oh, Weeds is on. I hadn't seen that one. So I'll go. And this is where the aimless sort of wandering, meandering TV comes in. You know, Mahler bit off our neighbor's toes at one point in time. I yeah, don't know if you know that. Was, that. that was, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that episode of Weeds? No, I did not. Oh, you did not no, see the no. toe-biting episode of No. Is well, that a reason? At least I know how to get a dog to stop uh, biting Is something. Is that information that you learned from Weeds? Is yeah. That, okay. I, I, if, you, if a dog has a grip on, on something. Do you, I think I have an idea. They have to have a certain body part, or do they? It's not something you grab. In it's something to... you insert. Uh, up in their, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Their cavity. Yeah. That, I they're, heard they're that. Liable. Maybe it was that how. They're liable to let go of Just whatever. about anything at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. they might thump, chomp down, too. Well, yeah, no, I didn't see it. I, by the way, okay. So that that's but, sort of my pattern. Now, yeah. now let me ask you. Do you watch? Now, <laughs> I, 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 because I want to. The first thing I turn on yeah. is the computer. Okay. And I check. For for email for email for whatever websites emails I check. I I do watch TV although most of the time I watch things on, you know, disc. Okay. I watch disc. So you watch a and and you also have Netflix right? That's what I usually watch. Okay. I watch some sort of Netflix. So I guess that 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 qualifies as. But I, I'm usually watching. Well, you know, I I saw a great little documentary called Louis Bluey. Okay. About today, it's about a, a blues, uh, a string uh, band, blues player from the. Uh, where exactly was he from? The South, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, it was, he was touring most of the time in this. It was about Terry Zweigoff, the oh. uh, the director of Crumb. Crumb, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is his first film, oh. and, and Criterion Collection uh, just uh, remastered this. It was actually, they saved it from uh, uh, decomposing oh. because it was, you know, Zweigoff's first film. Yeah. And it was starting to fall apart, and they grabbed it and fixed it up. It's well, only it's an hour, uh, you know, film. It's an easy watch, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. So you know, I watch stuff like that, and and uh, I find myself if I'm watching, if there's a waste of time, TV. But I always look at it like, you know, I'm I'm. This is a pacifier. Yeah. This isn't. This is what I'd normally be doing. I don't know. You know, in yeah. in, in prehistoric times, I'd probably be watching the stars, which I guess that would be better. I don't know that it is, but. It's it's when it's the wind down time where I'll usually watch the end of a of a baseball game. Yeah. Or you know in basketball season. I yeah. can't watch football. Football does not do that to me. Football does not make me relax. It's not comfort TV. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of seems I don't know corporate and it is by far and away. Yeah. Without any question the most institutionally corporate sport. In, in America. I don't think there's any doubt about it. It is, it is geared to TV. Yeah. TV has manipulated football. Yeah. Football has willing, been a willing partner in it. It is truly sort of infused with a, a corporate mentality. Yeah. Absolutely. And in yeah. very commercial, I mean commercials. Well, even the structure of, of the game itself. Yeah. The teams, the, you yeah. know, the pushing, the back, pushing, back, pushing, back. There's no, there's chances involved, but chance doesn't play as big a role uh, you know the timeouts are are usually pumped up with. Oh, I I, I don't. How many ads do they stick in? Well, and, Even and, in the huddle, they'll yeah. they'll go to you know. But but nothing significant can happen in the downtime. Right. Where in baseball, a lot of things can happen in right. the downtime. Right. And you know people don't understand that, but you can, you can read people in the downtime. Yeah. In in football, that rarely happens. It right. only happens when the you know when they go to their formation, which is. So structured and corporate like and yeah. and the whole scheme, the pyramid of, of the uh, yeah. of, of the lineups seems much more corporatized oh absolutely but I, but yeah. but as far as that goes, yeah, as far as base, as uh, uh, television goes i don 't watch so you don 't have like anchor shows like what I would call anchor shows where anchor shows like you will, like I will try to watch if if like a daily show. Or... I try not to watch okay. things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I try. Okay. So you're if much I less see str- anything on Fox News, I try not to watch that. Yeah. I. I but it's not I, like for me. Yeah. Let's say Seinfeld was on. Yeah. I might. Oh yeah. yeah I mean that. But it, that's it, one of those that I watch to go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Because that might as well be. It's just a comfort thing. I I know everything that's ever happened on the show, so I know this is coming up. And if you fall asleep with something like that going on, that's good. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. You can yeah, drift that's... off. Yeah. I I think I told you when, when my dad had a stroke. Yeah. He uh he's what he does is he watches a lot of Seinfeld. Mm. He knows all the episodes by heart. So he's having the stroke and he's watching Seinfeld. He couldn't get to sleep one night. It's two in the morning. And all of a sudden, you know, he starts getting stroke signals. Oh. Well, what what he was seeing was every episode of Seinfeld were, was all over the room. He had all these multiple images of all the episodes of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to combine them all. He's trying to focus down onto the real Seinfeld. Now, that tells you something about our brain and our nervous system, yeah. I believe, during a... a, a 
a time when our, uh, you know, <laughs> a stroke is occurring. Yeah. But it, it also says something about how TV talks to, the, to our brain. Yeah. And how it, it, it wants to structure it and how it locks into our memory. Yeah. And then, you know, we have to, uh, uh, even, even in dire times, it will be the thing that our brain is telling us. Wow. And then our brain is telling us, no, we have to make it the real one. We can't, we can't have it all the, the, uh, the memor- memorized uh, televisions. I didn't, I, wow, that's a remarkable. Simulacra yeah, and yeah, simulation. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, well, yeah. too much uh, time spent watching television and playing video da- games can double the risk of attention problems in children and young adults. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Do you think that's true? I absolutely do think that's true. That explains a lot for me. So I was. I mean, to be honest, let's you have say, no I mean, attention. Is what I have tough. T- I have a tough time with attention. Let's just yeah. attention and I are not. Exactly. And you blame it on. T- Maybe you're just dumb. No. You well, there's, that, there's always that element. Yeah. I'm not going to dismiss that as an element. Okay. But I was raised by TV. I'm not, and I'm not exaggerating that. I was literally sat down in front of a television as far back as I can remember, uh-huh. and and basically that was my that was my companion as growing up. Companion. Well, I mean, that's what I was raised. I mean, yeah. I didn't. I did stuff. I played sports and all that stuff. But my my recollections were sitting at five years old, sitting in front of a TV in a rocking chair in a bathrobe, and I remember these things. Uh-huh. And I and if TV and TV is definitely a short attention span medium. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. Fifteen minutes, five, ten minutes, commercial. Back to the story. Ten more minutes. Back to commercial. Back to the story. Four minutes, wrap it up. Good night. Move on. We're on to the next show. Beverly I mean, Hillbillies? I, I go further back than Beverly. But no, Beverly, but I mean yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, that's something. Yeah, Beverly like. Hillbillies get smart. How about know. Ernie Kovacs? I don't remember Ernie Kovacs. Huh? I remember Groucho Marx, You Bet Your Life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I remember Fractured Flickers. These are some yeah. of the earliest memories I have sitting in front of a TV. But Do you think, so you're, are you saying this was harmful to you? No, I say it's it had an effect. I'm harmful. I mean, no matter what you do growing up, some way, somehow, it's going to have consequences, good and bad. I don't, you know, I don't think there's, there's, but TV is probably not the best way to raise children. It's so just not. What if, though, what if the TV could bite you and you had to pay attention to it? Right. To would, ha- that, would that... It doing exactly the same well, I just thing. Think, I, I, if the TV could bite you, and you and you watch TV all the time because it was good, yeah, would you you think you'd have uh, well, it's a what better we watch. attention? It's what you watch. I remember it's like Richard Burton said, or, or Olivier said, it's really a bad idea. Speaking about TV, it's really a bad idea for people to sit around all day long watching people fake people do fake things. Yeah. It's just not a good thing as a frame of reference for our lives, yeah. for the real life that we live. Well, I think that's what I was trying to say. If yeah. the TV bit you, which would have been a real thing, yeah. would your attention span have increased? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you'd have been much more aware. You would have been more keen to yeah. what was going on. So is that the, the kind of attention that, that you'd want? I mean, because I, 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 I guess what think. I'm saying is that all, all, we always go back and say, well, you know, back when we were... Living off the land. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons we paid attention is because there were threats. Yeah, there were real threats. Yeah. Well, there aren't that many threats anymore. Right. So we have to kind of manufacture these threats that aren't real threats. And they're in, now they're in your head, speaking of. If they're manufactured through television, 
They're not yeah. in the room. The, the, the werewolf isn't in the room with yeah. you. It's in your head. And it's what other imaginary, it's whatever else your brain conjures up in terms of fear is how you will relate to the werewolf in that, in that film, right? I yeah. mean, that's what, it's all there. And if, you're, if your frame of reference so is... So you're for, trying to say there are real werewolves? Is that what you're telling me? I wasn't going to get into that, but if you want to, let's, I'll, I'll, we'll drive up to Seattle. I'll, t- I'll show you exactly what... Well, we can talk vampires. Yeah. That seems to be the trendy thing. Well, so I know what you're saying. You're, you're placing all this stuff in your head. But, but we place things in our heads before in storytelling. Storytelling was, was putting things in our heads. Right. The only difference being is now we have actual images. Exactly. Coincide, and they're, they're be, we can have access to those images whenever we want, for as long as we want. Right. We, we don't go to the storyteller at a particular time, and he, and he tells us something about werewolves. And, and those images are what somebody else mm-hmm. thought those images should be, not what we imagine. Now, again, I would go to the argument, how would we know what—if somebody said, if we if were, were two years old and said, look out, there's a werewolf, well, we— as we wouldn't have any idea what's a werewolf, right? Yeah. There, there's got to be some introduction of the image of what someone imagined a werewolf to be, unless you encountered one in real life. Then you'd, you, you, even then you wouldn't know, yeah. would you? I mean, would I know what a werewolf? If, was? if you'd never, if somebody said, "Hey, there's a werewolf," and you said, "What's a werewolf?" Yeah. and then you saw what they were pointing at, I, I guess you have a, you'd have a frame of reference. But television imposes. And the werewolf on you. Um, um, well, well, more more importantly, I think television imposes a lifestyle on us. A lifestyle. Not just a matter of these fictitious images, but it, it's also telling us all the time to buy stuff. And I think that's I think that's the real crux of the thing there here. You go. It's it's not so much that that we're watching Beverly Hillbillies or, or whatever the hell's on now. I haven't watched TV for fifty years. That's the deal, except for baseball. That, I have no idea what else is going on. That, that's just okay. All right. I'm sorry. No, and no. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. Know. Other than that. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but you know what I'm saying. If, if, they, if they stripped away commercials out of television, do you think the attention span would be greater of, peop, of children? Because, you know, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about it. We're afraid that we're losing our attention on, to more important things. Well, what more important things? I mean, is everybody going to sit? Nobody at any point in time, uh, the whole world wasn't sitting down reading Plato or Descartes or Socrates or Shakespeare. Right. No, you know, that just never happened. Right. Those were always reserved for uh, academic chambers or you know, maybe they went to plays of Shakespeare. But for the most part, yeah. I think the majority of people in England... We're not going to see Shakespeare. Right. They, they were probably doing mundane things. Yeah. Television-like. Right. Seeing little snippets of stories that didn't require their full attention all the watching time. Watching puppeteers. They, yeah, they were drunk. And, and watching, whatever. Yeah, yeah. watching, yeah. So, so if we just strip out the commercials, do you think, you'd, do you think TV would be a lot more, you know, same thing? Well, same I, there's thing. an example. I'll give you an example, and you tell me. Yeah. PBS. Yeah. Until the last, maybe... 15, 20 15, 20 years ago, <laughs> yeah. there was no commercials on yeah. that. There was, you just watched whatever it was that was on. Yeah. Now, there, what, I mean, and I can tell you there were some great programs that I watched on PBS. Yeah. But as a steady diet of TV, I gravitated to the crappy, you know, cotton candy of, of, yeah. of storytelling. Well, which people was want that. Yeah. But, I mean, they do. They do want 
if well, they're going to sit down and... on one level, it's stimulating. It yeah. is stimu- the images are stimulating. All of a sudden, you're in a commercial. Oh, that commercial is funny. Oh, I hate that commercial. You're reacting. I find you you do, and that's you like commercials. The intent of commercials is to get you to react. So, yeah. amongst all of this story, the the Twilight Zone stories that you're watching that are intriguing and interesting and at least somewhat creative, all of a sudden up pops. The bear, you know, the throbbing headache commercial. And yeah. you go, I hate this ad. It yeah. makes me mad. Yeah. That's exactly. So there is this sort of back and forth, to and fro of stimulation, storyline, stimulation, reaction. We want you to buy something. Yeah. So all of this is a mix. And, that, of course, it's no accident we live in a society that values money. What, do we, what is it? If you want to know what a society values, watch television. You yeah. see what we value by watching television. Well, see, that's what drives me the craziest about about television right now. And, right. and it, I suppose this, you know, we're, we're talking more about advertising now than television. But oh. you, you, you turn on TV and you're being told that there is this horrible crash on the, on the five freeway yeah. and five people died. And they break the commercial and, and they show some Lexus going 150 miles an hour around a racetrack <laughs> and skidding. So they're telling you to do exactly the opposite of what it is that they're showing the results of, you know, they're, they're saying, and, and they, then they wonder, oh, this is horrible, Jeannie. Why do people drive like that? <laughs> well, people drive like that because you're pushing this crud on them all the time. I, I mean, I, I, you're, I, I, you're, you're, you're making this you. romantic. You're, you're making a fast car romantic. Yeah. So at least own up to it. You know, and, and, and when you broadcast, when you tell people there's been this horrible accident on TV, why don't you just kind of, like, blend it right into the, to the ad, you know? Why, why have this forced segue between and now this? Why, oh. why say that? Why not just have, you know, this automobile crash was brought to you by Lexus, the car that can go this fast. <laughs> and, by the way, we'll show a commercial with crash test dummies surviving. Yeah. Because they talk yeah. about survivability. Yeah. If, this, if this person had only been driving a Lexus, <laughs> Lexus. they would have only been in the hospital <laughs> for 10 months. You know, actually, actually the, the newscaster should say that. Because yeah. uh, this is a trend in radio, by the way. And yeah. is, uh, we're getting a little off subject here. But now... Whenever you are listening to a radio show, it's AM radio stations, yeah. the the uh, DJ or the the host will start weaving in their narrative into a commercial. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm doing great. And the reason I'm doing great is because of P90X. Yeah. And I've been working out for the last... How about you, Joe? Are you yeah. doing? And then it's a commercial. Yeah. So... The same thing with antidepressants. See all these antidepressant yeah. ads on TV, and then then you're watching a show that's extraordinarily depressing, yeah. and 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 or you know like even Judge Judy or something like well, that. Just watch... Where you're watching these low lives scream at each other for a half an hour, and then of course you've got to take a medication after you watch the show. The, the most notorious, and I remember this back to Walter Cronkite era. Yeah. Almost the sole support, sole advertiser for for um, for a Walter Cronkite news hour was Bayer aspirin, yeah, or yeah. Pepto Bismol. Yeah. Those were the two like staples of of the news. I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> well, I think it's I think you identified it correctly. We li- we we it's about stimulation. It's yeah. about and and we bought into it because there's enough shiny fun things on TV. There's just there are enough. To keep us interested long enough to get to the commercials. Yeah.